All right. So we have a very special, special guest with us today on the Arrows Up podcast. The one, the only, Chris Galvan. The man, the myth, the legend. Yes. <laughs> we are so, so happy to have you on. Our athletes are going to be really excited to hear about the Trinity competitions coming up this year. Um, if you guys don't know who Chris Galvan is, he's the owner and operator of Trinity Competitions. And he also owns, he's a, an entrepreneur himself with, with his own digital marketing company. So um, we're going to dive into some questions that we have for you today. Chris, welcome. Well, thank you very much. That was a very uh, uh, special introduction. I appreciate it, and I'm glad to be on. All right, cool. Well, Chris, uh, since uh, there are a lot of athletes, myself, I've done Trinity competitions, and it's it's the best in San Antonio, hands down. Uh, I've done it, I think, yes. going on three years right now. Um, could you just uh, go over the background, you know, when Trinity started, the history, and just up to current events? Sure. Uh, thanks, man. And I appreciate you competing. And uh, we're, uh, we're working to get better all the time. But it, we started in 2013. Um, I remember trying to get into a, uh, a, an Austin event called, it was called the Fittest Games at the time. And at right at noon, it was supposed to be on sale or whatever. And I got in right at noon. I got in really quickly and it was sold out. And I was left with a little bit of like, well, how does that happen in like 30 <laughs> seconds? Like, how does, how does that happen? So, so what I, what I found out was, and this is could or could not be true, but someone told me like that they had already pre-sold a bunch of spots and there was only a, just a few. And so wow. literally it was whoever clicked the mouse, like within a milli, you know, millisecond or something faster would, would get in. So what I, what I realized was that there was no real events in San Antonio or in South Texas that were, um, you know, competable in. Like, I didn't want to drive to Houston. I didn't want to drive to Dallas. I didn't really want to leave. So I just thought about it. And I was like, well, if there's nothing here, what if, what if there was something here? And so I think later that year, I think that was like maybe no, about four months later, I decided to buy a website on WordPress for $99. <laughs> and I bought it alamocitythrowdown.com. So that's the, the website I bought. And, um, I, I figured I would do the event in the fall and it would give me enough time. Um, and so like around April or May, I said, hey, this is coming. And I got a lot of good response and a lot of San Antonio uh, gyms and everything and Austin gyms were excited. And so uh, we, we, I did a lot of hype and I just was naturally, I like planning parties or I like planning things. And so I was just like right up my alley. So. I didn't know how to run an event though, but I knew how to, <laughs> how to kind of hype it up. And well, so what we year just, was like, what, just, what year was that, Chris? That was 2013. 13. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, so we went on sale, and it sold out within like three minutes. Man. So I'm like, wow. okay, well, well, I, I now I have a, a an <laughs> event that I have to run, right? And so we, I figured that we couldn't have a gazillion athletes and teams, and so I, I had to cap it. And so we sold it out, and we just kept it. Um, kept it that way and uh, I learned a lot and we had it in October and then it and then I said okay I'll do another one and I got not that I got greedy but I got very addicted to the feeling of running an event and watching it all happen mm -hmm. and so we immediately went straight from October into duality which would be in December which is only a few months away and so from there it just kind of snowballed into Alamo City Throwdown and Duality, and then we expanded to Austin, expanded to Corpus, yeah, and and that's just kind of how it's been over the last few years, and 
last year we didn't do Austin and we didn't do Corpus, but that was more personal. Um, I needed a break. I needed some time with my family and, and things like that. But, yeah. um, but yeah, that's kind of how it started. It was really just a $99 web words, WordPress website <laughs> and, uh, and a like, Hey, let's just throw an event and see what happens. It wasn't, I never thought it would be what it is today. I never thought I'd have more than like a couple hundred people maybe on social media follow. You know, it, it just wasn't, that wasn't the intent. It was just, let's have some fun with it. And then it just kind of, it, it just had its own life. And I just, you know, it was just kind of holding on for dear life <laughs> as, it, as it moved. You know, it's just really, a, it's a fun thing. It's, and it's a lot of energy, a lot of people yeah. um, attached to it. And the community just, just kind of ran with it. And so oh, I yeah. just, I'm really there with like a leash on it. And I'm trying to make sure that it doesn't, it's always so it's so much fun watching you walk around (laughs) that's like a whole nother show is like oh there goes chris what's going on chris it's hilarious it's fun and you know from affiliates perspective you what you are bringing to our community is so valuable we we really truly thank you and we're, we're so glad and we're really amped up about 2019 and what's in store and i know that your power hour date has shifted. Can you tell us a little bit more about why and what, what our athletes can expect from power hour this year? Sure. So yeah, we're, we're doing power hour in June, uh, June 8th instead of the February date. And, um, a lot of that was, there was two factors. The one factor was CrossFit and the scheduling change. Yeah. And I got a little, um, just a little leery of what, not leery, but I was just didn't know what CrossFit was going to do because I, you know, you have to plan a, an event a few, you know, six to 12 months in advance minimum. And so with cross, excuse me, with CrossFit making a bunch of changes, mm-hmm. yeah. I just decided that I needed to postpone the event. The, the other reason is I literally had nothing in the tank mentally, sure. um, no energy to start hyping up an event for February after duality. Yeah. Right. So I just, knew that it was the right thing more for me than anyone and if it's the right thing for me then most likely it'll be the right thing for the community because I want to put my best into it and um, and so I have to take care of like myself and yeah. my family Absolutely. And, and because then it'll become something I don't enjoy and, and then it'll come out very easily when I run the event or when other affiliates run it for me so what we can expect is, is very it's a very similar you know, to the last two years, it's a four, a four person, uh, same gender team and they complete, uh, 12 workouts in an hour. But the, the caveat is, is they don't complete them all. Like each athlete doesn't have to do every one of them. Right. And they get to choose the order of the workouts. There are four strength events for AMRAPs and four events that are for time. And so we've allowed the, the teams to come up with their best strategy. We, we, want to push um, more communication and strategy and execution and allow them to have some creativity. Most of the time with an event, you're just subject to whatever order you have to do them in. Like that's the normal, you know, you have three workouts, four workouts in a day, and you're just doing workout one, then two, then three, then four. But we, I wanted to give something different and I wanted to do something that was less expensive. Like it's 40 bucks, right? And it's an hour. And, and a lot of people, if you just think about like, oh, that's a lot of money an hour, but the reality is you get so much out of that event. Oh, yeah. oh my God. And, and you're done. <laughs> like, and you 
you're done. Like you're, you're, you show up about an hour before, maybe 45 minutes, you get briefed, you warm up, you do your event and you're literally done. So you work out at nine, you're done at 10 and you can enjoy the rest of your day. So I wanted to make it a different type of an event than an all day event. An all day event is awesome and they're great. Right. But for athletes, it's, I think it's, I wanted to make it a choice or have an event that they had a choice to kind of get in and out and, and get a ton of fitness in and have a ton of fun and um, and call it a day and, and be done. And I just, it's it's been fun and it's it's been really interesting to watch the, the progression of it. So that's kind of the what Power Hour is about. And we're just moved into the summer to allow us to plan a little bit better and sure. things like that. So when, um, when do you think the athletes will be able to start signing up for Power Hour? So if it's June 8th, then the sign-up will probably be um, early April. Okay. So um, we're, we're going to let the Open go in the sense of let everyone do the Open and yeah. not conflict with signing up for something while they're in the middle of something else. Good. But within the next about 10 days, we're going to be releasing kind of all the propaganda, as I like to call it, just like the marketing, the... Um, some details, some things like that. And so to kind of tease it out there and let people see, you know, what it is and kind of officially announce the event. And so we're also looking at uh, outside of Texas, we're looking at other affiliates to to host. And so that's kind of also what we're in the middle of doing right now is, is talking with other affiliates and um, growing the, the power hour, you know, uh, competition throughout the, throughout the country. Yeah, because I know that with, I did power hour last year, and we, it was like almost like a nationwide leaderboard last year, yeah, which was so we awesome. Had third, yeah, we had 13 affiliates, and um, two of affiliates were in outside of Texas. And so one was in Ohio, and one was like near Seattle, Washington. And so it, it went great, and it was a really interesting, fun experience there. And we just want to keep that going. Um, and, and it's fun to kind of be a part of a bigger event because, it, no, you know, Clem, I know. Did you didn't do you did masters or you did like um, another division? No, I did. I think we had the scaled division. Yeah, yeah. Because so I couldn't find. Because, yeah, yeah, I couldn't find two. To find the masters. Yeah, I couldn't find four salty dogs to do it with me. So correct. <laughs> yeah. So 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 with masters, we know like if we just had a, a local power hour, it'd be there may be one team or yeah. two, and so when we make it national, we allow that division to have an actual division you know and so yeah um and i think we had like 12 or 13 masters men team it was pretty cool to see that there was that many you know so we wanted to create uh, more opportunities for the uh, guys like clem and myself who are you know masters or 40 plus to be able to compete um even though it is a little sometimes harder to find guys and clem i would totally compete with you man if i wasn't (laughs) you know but now this year i may actually compete because the way that we're doing our leadership and our management, I may have more, actually more time and oh, sweet. To, to compete. So I'm tr- I'm still trying to figure that out. My goal is to be able to compete in one. Controversy. And, well, just, like the Wadapalooza like, controversy. Right? <laughs> and, and, the, and the thing is, is that um, it may be one of those things where it's a for fun team be- only because, yeah, I know the workouts, right? So, oh, right, right. Um, That's I a good idea. Never, I would never leak the workouts to my teammates because 
when you're 40, you don't have any time. 44 40 year old dudes are not going to be able to get together for practice. Like, no. it's just not going to happen, right? Like, we're busy, we have businesses, or we have kids. kids so it's just too Life. hard. Yeah. We're not, we're Life. not, we're not like all in the gym all the time, right? So we just have, have other things. But, um, I, I would understand if people thought that that's not fair. So if for me, I just want to experience one of my own events because yes. I never have competed in one of my own events. And so you deserve to. Yeah, you definitely deserve to. I have a question coming up about your, your own regimen. So, but what, what we can do for duality, if we, because Power Hour will be first, how about if we bring you back on to dive sure. into duality in a few more months, maybe? Yeah. Okay. And, and I think as, you, as we talk about athletes preparing, for events and like choosing divisions um duality may come up right now while we're talking because there's something we are doing this year that has to do with that so we'll just we'll keep talking okay all right so the next question come if you wanted to grab that one is oh yeah so the next question is how should athletes gauge the division choice okay so um great question now i'll start with every local competition is different every local competition has their own standards and so i highly recommend um going when you're competing for in local events is to go look and search at what their standards are or what their recommended divisions are and so if an event doesn't have a movement list or a some sort of standard i would email that event and ask them for an estimate, not an estimate, but a, a description of what scaled athletes should be able to do or an RX athlete or whatever, right? Because um, the last thing you want to do is sign up for a division and be very disappointed and either it wasn't challenging enough or it was yeah. really too too hard and you shouldn't have done it. Right. So in, in relation to my event, well, you know, we have basically, uh, there's multiple divisions, but if we're going to go with adults we're going to look at super scaled scaled intermediate and mass and uh, rx right so those four so if you're in a gym and you're not a teenager and you're not a masters you're looking at those four divisions yeah. okay so as you look at that um first thing i would do is is ask your coach or your gym owner and be like look what do you think i am you know, like, do you think I'm scaled, super scaled? Don't get an idea of, like, you're either one of, of or two divisions. Like, yeah. you're somewhere there. And so everyone, if you're RX, if you're really, really good and you can do all the movements, like muscle-ups and handstand push-ups, and you can lift a decent amount of weight, and you can run and you can row, and every year in the open you do an RX, then you belong in RX, and it's sometimes you belong in intermediate, sometimes. But most of the time, if you can do everything and you excel, um, you're going to be an RX athlete. Now, I'll go to the first part and the first super scale. What you're looking for here is is uh, you've never done a competition ever. Mm. You're you're not gymnast. Your gymnastics abilities or your technical, your pull ups, your toes to bar, your bar muscle ups, ring muscle ups, handstand push up stuff. Yeah. Basically, you can't do those things. Or you can do under <laughs> 10, 10 reps of pull-ups or toes-to-bar or something like that in a workout. Like, you can't string, you know, more than 10 pull-ups together. Like, you may be able to do one at a time, 
but super scaled, what you're going to be doing most of the time is hanging knee raises in the gymnastics world and nothing else. You won't be doing handstand walking. You won't be doing a lot of that stuff. So when you look at it, look at gymnastics first and say, okay, can I even do a pull-up? Because if you can't, <laughs> Don't. or you can only, then you should not even be in scaled at all because you're going to sit there in a scaled workout and you're not going to be able to do it and you're going to not waste, but you're, you're just going to, the whole time is going to go by and you're not going to be able to even enjoy the workout. And the purpose of your competition is to be able to do the whole workout and enjoy it and give it your all. So yeah. um, when you look at gymnastics, that's probably one of the bigger separators when it comes to these divisions. Yes, Absolutely. amen. So if you're, <laughs> if you're super scaled, you should be doing a lot of hanging knee raises and workouts at the gym and really trying to get your toes to bar and some pull-ups. Yeah. Now, scaled, you should be, It's once we get to scaled and intermediate, we have this really wide range of athletes. And there's a difference between scaled in reality of what you can physically do and scaled mentally. And me- the mental scaled people sometimes are, they're actually intermediate, but they don't want to like embarrass themselves so they go scaled mm. yeah. they don't they really don't belong in scaled but they <laughs> do it because safe like just out of fear a little bit right there fear may failure. be some fear there may be some trepidation their coach mm. may have said oh. look you've never done this before go scaled now sometimes that's not that fair because if they're doing all the toast bar in the workouts and they're doing a couple of ring muscle ups and like they're probably not scaled now when it comes to lifting a bunch of heavy weight and and cycling your barbell stuff and doing all that, that's another, like that's the next step right there in looking at yourself as an athlete. So you look at gymnastics and if you're in scale, you're able to do some toes to bar in a row, like, you know, maybe like five to, to 10 in a row. You can do that like at once, but perhaps in a workout when you're really tired over and over again, you start really quickly breaking them up into singles or doubles. Yeah. That's kind of a scaled athlete when it comes to toes to bar or regular pull-ups. Mm-hmm. So, and then lifting weights. And I, it's hard for me to give a bunch of like, the weight on the bar should be this for a scaled athlete. But I think if you are unable to do the open RX, and a lot of times they're pretty lightweight mm-hmm. or they're, you're yeah. able to do it, um, and you scale a lot of the open, then you're probably scaled or mm-hmm. super scaled. Yeah. From the intermediate on, what I've seen is that you're able to do all the workouts in the open RX. Maybe you're not really good and you don't go really far in a workout in the open, but you can do muscle ups, you can do, you know, toast to bar, and you can, you know, you can do all that under fatigue and you can lift a decent amount of weight yeah that's a really good way of looking at it too and i like your first recommendation is like hey talk to your coach (laughs) yeah yeah and and really the first honestly the first recommendation is go to the website of the event yeah talk to the event planner and go look like do you have divisions do you have a separation or do you have you written out what someone like me should be doing because a description of the type of workouts or the type of movements that are going to be tested should be there so you can make a good determination now if you go to the event and now scaled is doing handstand push-ups and crazy stuff (laughs) that's that's on the event for like doing that that's not fair yeah right 
<laughs> so you have to choose correctly because there's a, a gazillion events now and gyms throw events a lot and, and people come not just from the gym, but they come from outside the gym. Yeah. And so sometimes you can just say, oh, I'm just going to do this little small event because it's not as scary. But then you show up and it's just not like what what it was advertised in the sense of like the movement standards, right? So we have to be very careful with that. And if you're an athlete, the first thing I do is take ownership and go find out what the what the event promoter and the planner says the divisions are. Yeah, and then when you coach. and then when you have a yeah. partner event like duality, that adds another layer of like you really got to think through that from a partnership perspective Correct. where you should land, and that that can be challenging as well. Yeah. Correct, because because again, scaled to RX is such a wide, um, uh, um, you know, such a wide. I'm trying to think of the word, but there's just a lot of people that fall in that all those three divisions so if you're choosing a workout partner or a competition partner and someone is like really much slower than you or you know way better than you that's a tough partnership because you're going to eventually have to go into a division and you or your partner may not actually be in that division maybe you're too good for it or you're not good enough and so either way it's not the best like Experience, but I also understand you can't always control. Like sometimes your partner gets hurt, you got to get a sub, and that sub isn't like as good as your partner, or that sub is really, really good and yeah. shouldn't be in the scale division. But but you want to compete and you just want to have fun. So I get it. And, but optimally, but, when you're selecting a partner, I think the main thing that you're—I I would think everyone would agree—that you got to find somebody who's pretty close to your your level, levels, your ability, yeah. right? I mean, that would make yeah. sense. <laughs> Otherwise, well, least, someone's yeah, going to be disappointed. Correct. And at least you can do the movements. All of you guys can do the same movement. So let's say that Clem and I chose each other as partners. Clem literally can't do a snatch heavier than 115 pounds. But Ooh, he tried you. I'm just kidding. He can do, he can do handstand push-ups. He can do all that stuff, but can't lift much weight at all. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm there. I can lift all the weight in the world, but I can't do the gymnastics stuff. Like, that's bad, too. Because you shouldn't just choose a partner because they can do something you can't. Yeah. You should Good point. first you should first have a partner or you should first know you can cover ninety five percent of all the movements that are asked of you mm. in that division. And both of you guys or gals should be able to cover ninety five or whatever all percent of all the movements asked of you. Very now, interesting. Clem may just be a lot better at me than gymnastics, and I may just be a lot better than him in barbell stuff, but we can do it all. Yeah. So so that's a good partnership, too, because you can cover each other, but obviously the best partnership is two people that are really good at everything, and they win, right? That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's some yeah. really awesome tips on, uh, yeah. on that, how to gauge yourself and a partnership. I have a personal question for you. Um, is you were mentioning that you, you rarely get to compete because it's usually your deal, right? But as a master's athlete, we have, we have quite a few masters at at our box. Um, we just wanted to pick your brain a little bit about what your personal goals are for 2019 in CrossFit. How are you training and and balancing it all with everything you're doing with your life as well? Sure. Well, um, so I, I, you know, I started CrossFit in 2009, so I've been doing this for 10 years and, um, uh, I've only been hurt, really hurt, only like one time. I got had surgery on my elbow, tore up my um, common extensor tendon, which is that elbow that gives you tendonitis, like tendonitis of the elbow, tennis mm-hmm. elbow, right? So, 
So I've done a pretty good job of taking care of myself and just longevity. Now, it was back in the day, I was an athlete, like first. Like all I cared about was being at the gym. I went to regionals on a team. Um, I really, you know, I I was all in. Like I was drinking the Kool-Aid, I was working out every day, all that stuff, right? But then you get a little older, you have, um, you get married, you have kids, and you yep. go through this very strange process of battling who you were and what you expect of yourself from years ago to your reality now. And that's your body, that's your lifestyle, that's your family, yes. yeah. that's prof- professional, you know, um, uh, expectations and things like that, right? So you go through this strange period and the period can last for two months. It could last for two years yeah. because it's going to last as long as you fight what your past was and what your present is. If you keep fighting that you're, you need to be back in back there and you don't accept where you are in your life today. And and I'm talking about complete balance in your life. I'm talking about having a great relationship with your, your significant other and your children and being really good at work and showing up and giving it your all. Like I was the guy that would cut out of work early and go work out. I, I didn't care about balance as much and it, it catches up to you. And so now I train with a different mindset. I have a lot of fun training and I, I have a coach, a programming coach named Michael Fitzgerald. And he is, um, if you've heard of OPEX, Yes. Um, James, James Fitzgerald is OPEX, and that's the original guy. His name was OPT. Uh, Mike Fitzgerald is his younger brother and mm. has gone to the games as an individual twice, um, but is one of the, like, smarter minds in the world of programming and athlete development. He, he coaches a bunch of games athletes and things like that, um, but he's like his brother James, and they're very uh, cerebral. They're very um, analytical and they do things based on metabolic pathways and things like that. So I have worked with him for six years. Mm. Every week on Sunday, he sends me my weekly workouts. On Saturday evening, I text, I, I email him back all my results. And I have done that, and I work out by myself. And I've worked out by myself for over six years. Wow. And so it's a little wow. bit different because most people are, you know, they go to the gym and they get a lot of... Um, camaraderie and they have a lot of external motivation and they push themselves there i have quite the opposite everything's done in my garage um every now and then i'll work out at a gym just because i want to talk to somebody (laughs) Um, but i usually get less done at a gym because i'm being social and i'm not doing the work so it's worked out really well for me and so what i've told him and it's evolved you know my goals were different four years ago than they are now but now i said i have 45 minutes to an hour I'm in this for longevity and I want to have fun. And I do not, I don't, I don't really care about competing um, because that's not the pressure that I want to put on myself. I just want to enjoy myself. Now, because of that and because CrossFit and fitness is such a well-balanced part of my life now and it fits in nicely to my day and my week, I'm having more fun than I've ever had. Um, that's awesome. I don't, I'm not that's PRing awesome. everything or worrying about all that, but I'm finding myself getting a lot better. And staying healthy and staying active and enjoying it. Whether I compete or not remains to be seen with my schedule, my calendar, my life, everything, right? Like that comes way down the list in the, in the terms of my life. My priorities are, you know, my, my relationship with God, 
even though right there, honestly, I have I struggle with that because the world and my wife and my kids and my work and everything is tends to come first. So it's my relationship with God, it's my relationship with my wife, then it's my relationship with my kids, then it's my health. Like even though my health should be first, like I still I eat that yeah, I eat well and things like that. Then it's the gym and things like that. Then it's work. Well speaking and I know that sounds yeah, I know it sounds weird, but like that's the way it has to be. And as you can tell, like working out is pretty far down that list. And yeah. so but it's necessary and I do it very consistently, but I only do it for about 45 minutes for now. And uh, I think last year, and I'm not bragging, but last year I was like 96th or 97th percentile in the world for masters from the open. That's and it's incredible. only because I enjoy it. I have fun. And it's just a little more like, you know, it's more about longevity and, and things like that. Not like, because I'm training all the time. Love it. Well, yeah. so you mentioned you have a busy life. We, a lot of us know that you also own a, a digital marketing company. You know, we have a lot of athletes that are doing like side hustles is what we call it. Um, yeah. We have some realtors and different things like that. So can you talk to us just a little bit about what you do as far as like your full-time career as a digital sure. marketing person? Sure. So, so um, I help small businesses and brands and, and even some larger healthcare companies I help them grow their business. And, and sometimes it's digital marketing. Most of the time it is. But sometimes it's consulting um, their sales team or just doing consulting with the CEO. And so what what I do first, if you're looking just at digital marketing, um, I create what they what, what's called a marketing growth map. And so I take um, their business and I look at their goals and I look at what they're good at and what they're not and I create an actual roadmap step-by-step process that allows them to scale and grow their business online now most companies are like we're just going to do Facebook ads or we're going to do SEO or we're going to do Google pay-per-click those are all what I call tactics and first you have to create a strategy Mm -hmm. and so if if I'm going to speak to athletes that are at your gym right now it's going to be do you go to 10 arrows and do you ask Clem hey just teach me how to do pistols Mm. because because that's a tactic that's a movement and that's you can get really good at that but pistols have a time and a place in fitness and competition right so what Clem would probably say is like what are your goals like what are you really trying to do well I'm trying to do x y and z well then he'll just kind of redirect you and say well you really need more of a program that allows you to reach those goals you don't really need to be really good at pistols right now like you can <laughs> still get there but that's not the answer and what most people in marketing do and most people that run a business is they think that there's a one thing that's the answer and the one thing is typically a tactic but that's not how it works it works you need a strategy and your customer the someone that you're trying to get in front of you need to wor- worry more about building a relationship with them first than you do selling them mm-hmm. and so what i do is i take them through a an extensive process we create a marketing growth map and then we deploy the tactics that help them get there and we do it in steps and in process to make sure that they um, are following the rules of life which is like a relationship rules um, and things like that you just can't go up to everyone in the street <laughs> and, t- and touch their face and say hey my name's chris and like like rub your hand all over their face but you can do that to your kids and you can do that to your wife and you can do that to your friends right because you have a relationship with them 
Yeah. And so <laughs> I teach those principles of relationships within marketing. And it, it and then you have to use certain tactics and deploy certain things that allow you to take that step-by-step process to gain someone's relationship to where you can ask them for business or whatever, right? So that's what I do. And it often comes out in consulting the CEO of healthcare companies to grow, you know, multi-million dollar healthcare companies. I have a few clients that are there right now and I really just become more of their business coach, operational guy, which I never set out to do. But with 20 years of experience in the workforce and in sales and in healthcare for 10 years, I've learned a lot about that process. So it's, it's I'm, not that I'm all over the place, but I, I find I do really well with sitting down with a brand or a company or a um, person, getting their goals out and then leading them down that path. And it's, it costs money but it helps them earn a lot of money. It's an investment. And, you know, what I really like about what what you offer is that you you offer it for for any size business, whether it's someone Uh that's self-employed, they're trying to be a nutrition coach, or they're stepping into anything that they're just doing independently, small businesses, of course. And how can they reach out to you for guidance if they they needed to? Yeah, so you can can find me on uh, Facebook under Chris Galvan. I have a uh, Facebook, kind of like a business page there. Um, my Christopher Galvan is like my personal page, so you can reach me there too. Um, Trinity Growth Strategies is my website. And call me at chris at trinitygrowthstrategies.com. I'm not going to give my phone number out, but you can email <laughs> no. me and, I'll, <laughs> well, and I'll, I'll, set, I'll set everything up. But, um, you know, if you're listening to this and you're, and you're at 10 Arrows, they also... They know how to get in touch yes. with me via oh, yeah. email and stuff like that. So if anyone would ever want to talk, I always offer a free 30-minute um, evaluation, whether it's over the phone or like a Zoom call. And if um, if you'd like to, to just talk or get some advice initially, like I, I do that for free for most any business or brand. Yes. And follow his pages, guys, because he gives lots of really good Facebook Live video tips. Absolutely. And you, ju- you can just learn so much just from following his page. So we have a final surprise question for you okay Okay. it's really it's it's just something we really ask anybody who we spotlight um what is your favorite crossfit movement and why favorite crossfit movement well i'm six two and 200 pounds (laughs) so it's definitely not um you know a handstand push-up right (laughs) That's definitely like my, my, uh, the bane of my existence in CrossFit or whatever. Um, I would say that my favorite CrossFit movement is probably what I'm good at is rowing. Okay. And and then the, and then like what I like to do a lot of, if that makes sense, is, um, bar muscles. All right. Yeah. So (laughs) I know one I'm, I'm way better at just because I'm, I'm a tall guy and I'm, you know, and I weigh 200 pounds, but man, there's something about doing a bar muscle up that I just think it's like a work of art. Not that I do when I do it's a work of art, but the, the movement itself is a very, uh, I love watching that movement and I love performing that movement. It's just fun. That's yeah. really cool to hear that because yeah. I don't think we've ever had anybody say a gymnastic movement has been their favorite. Everyone usually Jerry goes... said pull-ups. Oh yeah, he yeah. loves that. Yeah, but... Yeah. Okay, so the bar muscle up. So, so what do you have against the ring muscle up? <laughs> I love bar um, muscle ups too. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I don't really have. Let's say I don't have anything against it. Um, I find that the, because the bar is a stable 
bar, I think you there's more fluidity in the movement. I actually just find it more of a of a beautiful, more beautiful movement. If that makes oh, okay. sense. It just aesthetically and just like it just looks more artistic to me. And I know that sounds really weird, but I just find that I I'm attracted to that movement more than a ring muscle. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Clem, did you have anything else for, for Chris? No, I, well, I did have one thing just to say thank you again on, you know, the Trinity competitions. Like I said, it's the best in San Antonio, hands down. The organization is, is awesome. Uh, you guys just keep getting better and better oh, yeah. every year. And, you know, over and above the, the awesome workouts, it like you had mentioned earlier, is the community aspect. I mean, I, I don't know how many friends... Uh, and people that I really hold near and dear, your, yourself included, that I look at as family just as a result of just yeah. being at those competitions. If, yeah, there was no training, I mean, we wouldn't have a I would have of... never met Malcolm. I wouldn't have met Michelle. You know, these are lifelong friendships that John were Escamilla, built. You know, John, yeah, uh, Gio, Marco, all those guys. Yep. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's like a family atmosphere. I, I call those guys my brothers and my family just from Trinity. I would have never known anything about it if I was never in Trinity competitions. Oh well, that means a lot to me, man. I uh, I will tell you this. I know you know we you guys have a have a time limit, but um, my belief and my my passion is um, you know this world is really a tough place to live. There's yeah. some really good stuff in it, and there's some really some downright bad stuff in it, right? And so mm-hmm. and we all have stress, and we all have life that we got to live, and life is really hard. And so what I believe truly is, um, if you can show up to something, train for something and go into a competition and when they say three two one go i literally believe that all your problems go away yeah for that five minutes or that eight hours or that weekend right they literally you are just experiencing what it's like to be a human being yeah and and using your body and using your mind and using what god gave you to express something and i just feel like that's a special thing and we can get caught up in, like, my judge, you know, didn't give me a rap. And we can get caught up in that team cheated or that, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, I really do it to give people an experience that um, I hope that changes their life a little bit, you know, in a positive way. And oh, so yeah. I don't do it. Man, I just don't do it to to run an event and to make money. It's really not about that. And um, it's about giving that experience and allowing people to experience what it's like to be human and use their body for good and for positive so i I hope that at some point you know as people are are going through an event or competition and we have some things that go wrong like that happen all the time that they would just understand that we're really trying like we're always really trying to give that experience to people and and if you know you can yell at me when we stop trying (laughs) you know like that's when you have permission to slap me in the face and go you know what like this is dumb. You're doing it for the wrong reasons. Like permission to slap me in the face, and I'm I'm okay with that. So, um, I just wanted to share that with you guys and, and your community, so you so they know. Like, don't worry about signing up for a competition and it being about you or your failures or your insecurities. Like, mm-hmm. you are going to be scared and you are going to be nervous, but it's not about you. It's really not. Mm-mm. And so, go and use your body the way that it was designed, because that will then you turn you into someone that has accomplished something and you'll go and do a greater thing in the world. And so, and then we just like forget about us for a little bit sometimes and go do these events. Yeah. Um, know that it's because you're becoming stronger, you're becoming better so you can help other people. And, and 
that's where really I want people to, to take that. I know it's hard because it's competition and it's very selfish, but but in a, in a big picture in life, like you're, I'm just giving you an opportunity to train for something so you can be a better servant to others, not necessarily to like serve yourself. So, um, and and then I do want to share the some of the event divisions this year for duality, if that's real quick. Just oh, this yeah, yeah, for sure. No one's, no one's heard of this yet. Ooh, okay, so it's a little bit of a, a, sneak, a sneak peek. So, so this year, duality, if you're scaled intermediate RX, you're going to enter into an open pool, like oh. an open division. Wow. And then you and your teammate are going to have to prove and perform before to determine which division you're going to be in. Wow. <laughs> got to fight. So you got to fight not, for your spot. Is that what we're gonna, saying? Well, well, you're guaranteed to be in. Yeah. Okay. But you're fighting for your division. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. We're tracking. Go so, ahead. <laughs> it's not a qualifier. It doesn't kick you out or not. Oh, it good. just ranks you and it tells you which division you're going to be in. So it's for the people. This is for the people that, that they really are RX, but they go intermediate because they're a little nervous. Yeah. And they see, they see the games athletes in RX and they're like, I'm not a games athlete. Well, it's not really about that. Let's just take it to the, take it to a, a like a qualifying for, for, for events and we're going to design them in such a way where we can weed out the people that don't belong in the RX. Like nice. they're going to progressively get harder in a workout. So we know where the true RX is. And all you, all we ask is you do your best and then you'll get placed in a, in the division that you belong. In. That's that pretty cool. Sense. Yeah. And it, is it a matter of if someone doesn't necessarily agree with their placement really doesn't matter. This is where you're at. Is that, is that going to be the deal as well? Yeah, because you're you're. It's like let's say it's like a bell curve in school. Yeah. Yeah. So all it is is you're going up against everyone, and you're just getting ranked. So we'll say like in RX, the top twenty male RX teams, the top twenty, the best twenty are going to be the RX division, right? The next twenty will be intermediate, and yeah. Then, yeah that's kind of it. Just you have to be better than other people in order to be in that division. Now, most of the time these RX athletes are going to are going to make it and we'll leave room for that. But Yeah. But you have to you're going to get ranked and we're going to put you in the proper like top 20 or top 40 or things like that. It'll be a hard number. Nice. So it's not an arbitrary like well, we're just going to cut it off here. No, it'll be a, a, a an arbit- I mean, it'll be a hard number that you're going to have to qualify for. Nice. That's awesome. That's pretty, that's a yeah. nice that's twist. A, it's exciting. Yeah, so so it, it's more fair so you know that you're really in the group that you belong in, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It takes yeah. a lot of that guesswork out of that question we had earlier, too, is like, where do I go? Like, well, this will help. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And so what we'll, tra- we'll tell people is for Superscale, like, here's really, like, the answer for Superscale. Like, we're going to give some... Um, some movements and some like you should only be able to do this many or you know whatever of this and you should belong here everyone else get thrown into the the open pool and we'll 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 sort them out nice um, the, the the good part is that you just get you will get in and no matter what you're in yeah. like, so all you have to do is sign up but you'll get sorted based on who you're competing against where you fall that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're really looking forward to all of the Trinity events this year. Oh, yeah. We thank you so much, Chris, for being our very special guest. 
And we got to do Vegas sometime in the future. If I hear, if I hear about Vegas. <laughs> got to do Vegas. <laughs> Rhonda, like, don't fight it. This is like a competition. Like, you signed up. <laughs> like, I didn't Clint sign up for that. Up with me. I know, but Clem can, right? So um, yeah. I guess. let him do it. Just let it go. <laughs> I'll, I'll take good care of him at the buffet. At the buffet. <laughs> We really appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Chris. And um, so we will have you back on again, hopefully, in maybe in April-ish, maybe? Yep. Perfect. That's great. I would love to, and I appreciate you uh, giving me this opportunity. Uh, uh, big ups to all the 10 Arrows athletes, and I appreciate spending some time with you guys. God bless. Thank great. you. Thanks so much, Chris. We are going to go on to the all next topic. On to the next one.